Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I am thrilled to bring you a special five-part series on the evolution of compliance from disconnected to connected. This podcast series is sponsored by GAN Integrity. First, a few words from our sponsor, GAN Integrity. I had the chance to speak with the team at GAN Integrity, or GAN as they like to call it, which offers truly connected compliance technology. Through this process, I learned about how their platform is transforming the way compliance teams function. GAN has an interesting story having started as a compliance consultancy in Europe back in 2004. During their work with global organizations, they realized there was an opportunity to create a new type of technology platform, and they have done just that. GAN Connect has six integrated modules that can power your entire compliance program. Today, GAN works with an impressive list of companies across the globe and is growing rapidly. In fact, they just closed a $15 million Series B in funding. GAN is thinking about compliance in a whole new light and solving critical problems the industry has had for years. I enjoyed getting to learn more about connected compliance, and I know you will too. The topics we take up in this series include what is disconnected compliance and how can compliance become connected, how to build a connected compliance program, how connected technology works, and finally, the human side of compliance. In this episode two, I visit with founder and CEO of GAN Integrity, Thomas Sahested, about what is connected compliance. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox, back for another episode on our five-part discussion of moving from disconnected to connected compliance. Today, I have with me Thomas Sahested. He is the founder and CEO of GAN Integrity. Thomas, first of all, um, thank you for uh, taking the time to visit with me today and welcome. Thank thank you for having me uh, on the podcast. Thomas, I'm always interested in your perspective because you come at this from decidedly not a legal background and not a legal perspective. So uh, the insights you have, I think, really help the compliance practitioner who has a legal professional training, such as myself, see a much broader picture. So with that introduction, I wondered if I could just start with what does connected compliance mean to you and what does it look like in action? Well, I mean, when, when I, it's, it's, it's so true. I, I really don't come uh, from 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 this uh, with the legal angle. I come much with the technology background. That's that's been uh, my career up until this point. And when we started looking at the compliance space, one of the things that kind of really struck us was the fact that you know you have you know if you're in marketing, you have some some really cool integrated systems that you know can can generate a lot of your work if you're. In HR, you have great systems. If you're in sales, you have the likes of Salesforce. So you have all these great systems that integrate all your work processes, and you're able to generate some some really nice statistics from it and show that to the rest of your organization to defend and and really kind of validate uh, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. When we looked at compliance, you know, we didn't see that. You know, we saw a lot of, you know, great point solutions that would handle your hotline, you know, handle your um, gifts and entertainment, your training of your employees. Uh, but it really wasn't a system that had all of this in one platform. And I think that's what, you know, connected compliance means to us. It's, it's enabling the chief compliance officer, the general counsel, um, and all those people in the organizations working with compliance to have one central uh, place uh, one system of record for everything they do. 
Um, whether that is their whistleblowing hotline, their case management, their training of their employees, their training of their vendors, policies, all of that really running from one central location and being able to monitor it from one central location. Um, so, so that's really like getting everything under one roof is, is, is connected compliance to us. I love that, getting everything uh, under one roof. One of the struggles that I think many compliance officers have is that the information they need is literally, I don't want to say strewn across the com- company, but siloed in different functions of the company. So there may be sales data, there may be employee expense data, there may be IT data, there may be charitable donation data. Is that the type of one roof you're t- talking about? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, although some of these different things will continue to be, you know, monitored under separate systems, so companies have work with, you know, you know, either Microsoft to handle their employee data or Workday, you know, for the, for the likes of compliance, you really need everything in one integrated system. Um, so, you know, we basically plug into these different systems that are used in the organization we transfer all the data into one platform. You know, all the all the stuff that um, that is valuable, of interest, and uh, absolutely essential for the chief compliance officer to have in one platform. Um, so, so that's that's what we're doing with with the technology we have. How do you help uh, someone like myself with a legal uh, background to understand? Uh, not only what connected compliance is, but how to really, how do you begin to think through the implementation of these steps? Yeah, so that's a really good question. So we really, when we, when we look at this and, and when we come into an organization where uh, companies have bought our software, you know, most of the people we work with do have a legal background. They do not have a technology background. So one of the things that we really set out to do uh, when we started out here is we wanted to make this super easy to use, but most of all, we wanted to make sure that the subsequent reporting, once the system is up and running, uh, really enables you as the chief compliance officer or, or the legal person working with this to generate nice reports that are being used by the CEOs, by the board of directors. And that's what we're seeing today. You know, a lot of the companies where our system has been implemented, now suddenly the chief compliance officer's reports are a, you know, fixture on the, uh, you know, agenda for the CEO, for the board of directors, you know, in, in them making strategic decisions, not just about, you know, the compliance, but just like how they will uh, enter new countries, how they will operate in, in different territories, how they will roll out different strategies, the chief compliance officer is suddenly elevated to a completely different level because he's able to bring all this data together in one system. So, Thomas, you, you mentioned a couple of corporate uh, functions there that really uh, I wanted to use to introduce the, or lead into the next question. You mentioned the board of directors and senior management, of course, in addition to a chief compliance officer and the compliance function. But that, that really leads to my question about uh, pain points in both the strategic and tactical level. So with the board of directors, that's going to include oversight and a much more strategic level down to a compliance function that will make tactical. How does a compliance officer or someone in the compliance function begin to think through all of the levels that you sort of articulated there? 
So, so that's exactly why they, they need like a central uh, platform to do that because other, otherwise it's it just it's impossible, right? There's no way for them. Look, some of our customers have more than half a million third-party vendors. You know, they have hundreds and thousands of employees. There's absolutely no way for them to to really kind of gain a full you know 360 view of their organization without having the tools to help them. You know, and then it very quickly, and unfortunately, we hear this so often, you know, that a lot of these people working with compliance, they see the risk, they see, you know, um, the tremendous uh, responsibility they have, uh, but they're, they, you know, it, they basically only are able to deal with the most pressing issues. And then it very quickly becomes, you know, an issue of, you know, here's the compliance people that they're just going to, you know, say that, you know, this can't be done because that's what they always say. You know, I think getting the right tools in place, you know, um, you know, makes them a strategic partner with their executives, you know, brings them to the board level in terms of decisions being made because they're able to navigate suddenly and educate uh, with the reporting, with the tools we have. They're able to educate, you know, their peers and the management team about what can and what cannot be done you know, where they, the organization is safe and where it needs to, you know, increase its, its measures around compliance. Um, so it really takes, you know, you know we, we, and we hear this a lot, you know, the compliance officers suddenly no longer, you know, quote unquote, the business prevention department, they become a strategic business enabler in the organization and it, and it completely changes the picture. Thomas, one of the things that uh, I continually try to advocate is that uh, more effective compliance actually makes your business run more efficiently and at the end yeah. of the day more profitably. It seems to me what you're what you're saying here or what you're advocating is that by having this information, a chief compliance officer can present information uh, to those making business decisions, which will help them move the business or run the business more efficiently. Exactly. I couldn't have said that any better. You know, um, you know, information is really key here, you know, and if, if you're not dealing with all the information, it becomes very hard to make decisions. But if you have, you know, if you consistently have the 30,000 foot view uh, picture of your organization, you're able to communicate that effectively, swiftly, you know, from your iPad, from your phone, wherever you are to management when they need it, you know, and not two weeks later. Well, Thomas, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time. I've been visiting with Thomas Sehested, the founder and CEO of GAN Integrity. I hope you'll join us uh, tomorrow for our next episode where I visit with Peter Chang on how to build a connected program. Thomas, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the evolution of compliance from disconnected to connected. I hope you'll join me again for the next episode tomorrow. It's a fascinating exploration of a topic that certainly resonates with chief compliance officers. This special podcast series, Evolution of Compliance from Disconnected to Connected, is sponsored by GAN Integrity. This podcast series is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.